0: Hey, it's Logan. Uh, A few words before we start. This is actually episode two of our City of Mist mini-season with the Broadswords. Our special guests, Tracy and Victoria from the Broadswords, have joined us for this mini-arc, and we're so excited because they're rad, and their show is rad, and you should check out the Broadswords. So since it's part two, it probably won't make any sense if you haven't already heard part one, so go back in the feed one step and listen to that one before you get started. Yeah, that's kind of all that I had. Uh, Hey, you're great. Here's the show previously on Very Random Encounter City of Mist. This city of mists is
1: an actual place called St. Paul, Minnesota and it is set in 1923.
2: I'm Valeria Rawley. My mythos is Artemis
3: and I am an attorney.
0: I'm Dan Raymond and my mythos is Ganon, like from Zelda.
3: I'm Mia. My mythos is Navi, also from Zelda, which was a coincidence, we swear, and uh, I am a detective. I am
4: Maddie McKinley. She is a member of the High Society. She is a professional fencer.
1: Mia, something bad's happened. Come down to the river. You see that at the foot of Officer Olson are two bodies.
3: Did any of y'all know any sort of weapons that may be pokey fiery sticks? I am quite good with, with stabby things.
1: The only thing you can
0: come up with are angels? Hmm. Nothing. Everyone is destined for greatness. These are their stories.
3: I have a question. Um, yep. Can I turn to Charlie and Joe and ask them, uh, do y'all recognize the officer?
1: Uh, Charlie's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so that's uh, that's Peter, Peter Delacroix um he's new to the force um the other guy that's that's the quiet is what you know all those all the bad guys have those names you know the nicknames um this is real bad cuz if a, if a mobster and a police officer killed each other they broke they broke O'Connor's law and if this gets out this whole city's going to erupt
3: well shit
4: <laughs> well they didn't kill each other clearly they killed the same way
1: yeah but like
0: who's do- like who's gonna start a war?
4: Well, that's what we need to find out,
0: isn't it? Is it clear from the wounds if they were both stabbed like one after the other or both together, or you can certainly make an investigation, check to see if you can figure that out okay <laughs> well first first Dan's like Valeria i you know I write like food stuff right like what why am I here?
2: <laughs> uh she is. Standing in a prayer position, and it is not. She does not appear to have heard you. Okay. She's communing.
0: Well, Dan, pokey fire sticks are very food related, <laughs> so
3: it could be like I when think, you go to um, Brazilian barbecue places and they serve you steak on swords.
0: Yeah, it's just like meat that. On swords? Is, yeah, absolutely. So I'm putting my restaurant colour okay. <laughs> towards this role. That's kind of the only thing I got.
2: She also knows that you're Ganon, so she assumes you know about weapons. <laughs> hmm.
0: <laughs> All right. I, I think I get one more question because yep. I got a seven. So that that question <laughs> I asked, was it one move or was it several moves? Like, So as you look at the scene, you notice
1: that Officer Olson has actually bandaged his hand. Hmm. And when you confront him about it, he's like, ugh, yeah. So I pulled out the mobster first, and, you know, I looked at his wound. But when I pulled out Peter, his badge was still hot, and it just burned me. But, like, how could it still be hot? They're in the river, and the river's, like, ice cold. Hmm.
3: Does the badge look charred or damaged?
1: Once he's called it out, you can see that it's melted a little bit on the side that's closest to the wound.
0: Hmm
2: okay so Valeria's been communing with the moon this whole time um, and she I guess I'm just going to use my communion with the moon to try to ask some questions okay so that's I think that it would be like plus two because I have basically the moon is my conduit eight
1: you can get a
2: question okay I just want to ask the moon if she saw anything happen to these two people
1: the answer you get back is, and it's sort of all mysticky, but yes,
2: <laughs> I saw
1: a being of flame fly across the sky.
2: Okay. So uh, Valeria opens her eyes and she says, "I'm not a hundred percent sure we're looking for an actual weapon. The moon has indicated to me that the being itself may be made of flame." and could be using a flame weapon or could be using itself as a weapon. Valeria, honey,
4: <laughs> what jokes you say? And she glances at the two police officers.
1: Uh, and Joe is l- deliberately staring at Charlie like, uh, what?
4: <laughs> oh, it's just this game we play. We like, you know, we like to tell stories. Um, I, I just don't think now appropriate
2: time oh honey he can get with the programmer he can get out
1: (laughs) so charlie comes over like so i'll I'll deal with joe can you take it can you we i mean we're gonna keep the bodies hidden as long as we can but we're gonna have to turn them in at some point so i figure you got like probably a couple of hours
2: we'll see what we can do
1: uh all right um i can't go i can't go back because i got to help with the car i didn't I really didn't think are you guys okay taking the taking the cable car over there?
2: We'll be fine. Mm.
0: Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's why she called me.
2: No <laughs> does Dan have a car
0: No, I have transportation ability. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so he goes back and they start d- discussing how they're going to deal with these two bodies, and you are all left alone to
2: figure out what you want to do next. Do any of you know a flame creature? Yes.
4: What do we all know about our biblical references here? Angels? It's a little after my time. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard of them. Well, I think it has something to do with that. And if your moon friend is telling us that, well, it's flying across the sky,
2: it fits. Hmm. Hmm. Why would an angel kill... Well, I get why they might kill a mobster, but why would they kill the police officer? Maybe he's Uh, corrupt? They're all corrupt here. (laughs) Now
3: look at (laughs) Mia. Excuse me, I have ears. Oh. (laughs) It's St.
4: Paul, darling. Why do you think we have all of the mobsters here? Well, I wouldn't mind taking a look at a Bible. I don't have one.
0: I I mean, there's probably a hotel nearby, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's only the New Testament. I guess that's what we need. Well, so in St.
1: Paul, up on the hill, which you all can see from here, is the giant St. Paul Cathedral.
3: Oh, let's go there. That's convenient.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you ever come to St. Paul, you can't miss it.
0: (laughs) Is it it a Sunday? It's Friday night. Or no, it's Friday Friday night. it's night. It's Friday night, yeah.
2: We can get in. We can get
4: yeah. in. Um. Well, can I use my limitless wealth in and produce a car?
1: Sure, absolutely.
2: Nice.
4: Yeah, I, I would like to just... Oh, look, <laughs> my car.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just as you thought about it, all of you who can see beyond the mists. See, like, there's just a swirl, and then the car comes through, and it just has manifested. And it's big enough, it's the big car, so everybody can sit... Comfortably.
4: Mm-hmm. And there wow. is a beautiful silk scarf in the glove box, and some kid skin gloves that I put on, and I wrap the scarf over my my <laughs> hair and my neck to protect my my beautiful beautiful hairdo as I drive towards the cathedral.
3: Are you're driving? Of course, it's my car. Interesting. I thought Maddie would be more of the passenger type.
4: Mm, no, I control the destiny of my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I'm just doing the thing where you have your hand up and down and mess with the lag on the wind.
1: Your hand is outside, going up and down on the wind as you're driving.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not driving. I'm I just mean, yeah, busy. but as
1: you're drive, <laughs> as you are collectively in the car,
0: yes.
3: I think the whole time Mia is watching Dan with a slightly wary eye, she doesn't want to have a preconceived notion, but she's just being with him gives her that feeling of uh, just a little bit of uncertainty that she isn't fond of. She doesn't quite trust him.
4: Why? (laughs) Like, what's he done? He's been nothing but very nice.
3: (laughs) It's just that, that natural feeling you get around some people.
0: Hmm. Some people who are secretly demon pigs.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Precisely.
1: (laughs) So you quickly move through the streets. There's not a lot of traffic. Also, it's the 1920s, so there aren't a lot of laws either. (laughs) 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 So you just drive wherever you want, whatever direction you want, and as fast as you want, and eventually. Oh, and I speed. Yeah, Uh, You eventually arrive outside the newly finished Cathedral of St. Paul. It is a large, ominous-looking building. Uh, The main front doors are... They're just... They're huge! And there's a giant, round stained glass above the doors, and behind it you can see the giant dome, you know, blocking out the moon a little bit as it just fills the sky. And as you approach the door you notice easily that there is a giant chain and lock around the door. Whoa. Hmm.
4: Well, there has to be a side entrance. Like, Is there? Is there like a, what do you call it, a rectory attached to the cathedral?
1: Yeah, so you're going to walk around the building. Are you attempting to be stealthy or are you just walking around and looking?
4: Oh, I am walking like I own the place. I have every right to be here at 11-something p.m. Same.
1: Yeah, so it's basically midnight at this point, and you're walking around, just striding around. What is everybody else doing as Maddie takes off? I'm right with her. Okay. I'm just waiting for there to be a door, so I just teleport on the other side of the door and open it up. So you wander around, and you do find off to the side, way towards the back of the building, there is a there is a door and testing it is it's just locked
0: okay i teleport to the other side and open it (laughs) okay
1: uh so while you're all like pondering
0: it you so what does your teleportation look like it's like a green tornado that sort of just like it sort of surrounds my body and then it goes away and i'm not there anymore and then the same thing happens where i want to be
1: and is this also do you leave things
0: in the wake are there? Oh yeah, there's little, little. This is perhaps a smaller version of the powers. There's not like straight up monsters left, but like purple and black tentacles and stuff. Or they spawn from where I.
1: <laughs> so from behind you, you hear you all hear the whirling, and Dan is gone. And behind is sort of remnants of just like a black portal, and you can see little tentacles and stuff <laughs> oozing out of it. And before your brain sort of goes what, you can hear the door behind
0: you click open. And Dan's there. Oh, yeah, don't worry about that stuff. You know, they go away on their own.
3: <laughs> I just walk in. May I trust you even less now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is absolutely valid.
3: <laughs> yeah, I waltz right in.
2: Laurie takes no notice.
1: So as you walk in, you can hear just all of your footsteps echoing on the marble floor. And it's just, you can hear that the doors are open into the main cathedral. So you can just hear yourselves echoing in and coming out. And as you're looking around, you can hear uh, another set of feet quickly moving towards all of you.
4: Hello. We need a Bible.
1: <laughs> stepping out of the darkness in front of all of you, you can see an older gentleman, probably in his late 50s, who looks older than they should. Has uh, Just looks like they've lived a much harder life, dressed in sort of priestly robes and looks at all of you and goes how did you get in here who who are you people this is a church yes
4: that's why we came we need a bible here i'll tell you what um and she she pulls out from her purse her checkbook and <laughs> she starts writing down uh, how how about a donation you always need donations right but and she she writes like a one hundred dollar check, which is like a
1: lot of money. It's a Batman, lot of money,
4: and and she hands it over.
1: He just there's an uncomfortable amount of time where your hand is out in the air, and just as you're about to pull it back, he reaches out and takes it.
4: Good man.
1: Uh, so about that Bible, okay. Just um, I will ask one thing. Just please wait here, and I will. I will fetch you a Bible. I I do need you to wait here. Uh, May and he... I ask you
2: a question before you go? Yes, 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 yes. Why exactly is the church so locked up? Has there been mm-hmm. problems lately, or it's my um, understanding in general that churches are open to the needy? Uh,
1: uh, 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 and he turns and runs. <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's something afoot. Hmm. I want to follow him. Okay. But you know, stealthily. I don't need to be overt about it. But I want to quietly, you know, stick to the shadows, kind of wrap my trench coat around my shoulders, and and kind of bend down and stay low.
1: All right. So is, are people tra- attempting to follow him stealthily, or are you, are you going to let Mia go forward stealthily and wait here? What's your sort of plans? What's everybody else doing?
0: I mean, I got a sin. I'm just waiting where the dude said. To okay.
2: <laughs> I think I'll follow along stealthily as well.
1: All right, so I'm, people are going to try to follow him and see where he's running need to make a sneak around check. So again, 2d6 plus whatever power tags you think apply.
2: Hmm. I'm just going to, this might be stretching it, but I am at the peak of my powers, and I'm just yep. going to be like, I'm going to ask the moon to tell me if anything's coming. Okay. <laughs> like, give a girl heads absolutely, up.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You could do that. Eight. Okay.
3: Do you think either a soothing presence or trustworthy presence would make me seem more sneaky? (laughs) Well, that he trusted you to stay where you were. Yeah. So Uh, he's on his guard. Like
1: he has no reason to, I would say that's fine. Like he would have no reason to suspect that you're following.
3: That's true. Okay. I'm going to add plus one then. Eight.
1: All right. So both of you quietly follow and see him. He doesn't turn around. Uh, He's quickly running past. And he's running towards what was probably his office. You can see it off in the distance. But what catches your eye is just as you get inside the main cathedral, you both notice that the confessionals are mostly a confessional. Like the bottom half could still probably be a confessional, but the top half has been completely burnt to a crisp. Oh! And at that point, you both sense something watching you. And you both look up at the same time and just in time to notice some fire thing leap off and disappear into the sky. Hmm. Hmm.
3: Were we able to see anything of it beyond it being a fire, fiery creature? You uh,
1: you think they were large wings?
3: Okay, that's uh, in line with what we were suspecting earlier. And where, where is the guy now? He, Does he seem, like, alarmed by everything being on fire? Or is he like, oh, yeah, this is normal. This yeah, is he,
1: No, he tore across this, ran in, r- ran somewhere into his office or the other side. Like, you don't see him anymore, but he's also left you all alone in the giant cathedral where the huge on-display Bible at the front is just right there.
2: <laughs> well, the creature's left, and I'm, I think I would just be like, I don't think he's coming back.
3: I don't think so either. Want to grab the bible?
2: Let's do it.
3: Uh, while we're in there, can I am I able to investigate the charred remains to see if I can get any sort of additional clues?
1: Absolutely. Investigation check.
3: Okay. And I'm going to add impenetrable mind to this again.
1: Ten. All right, you can ask 3 questions.
3: Ooh. Oh boy. Um I was I was not prepared to have this many questions. <laughs> you can
1: hold them, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you have three questions okay. for this entire area. So you can ask a question that you think you'd ask about this and then hold the other ones for while we're up at the cathedral and then ask them and I will answer them.
3: Okay. Does this fire damage look at all similar to what we saw on the bodies earlier?
1: Yes. So you look at... You sort of see and try to piece together where everything was. And what you notice is that where there, Because there's the door that they slide open to talk through. Right. Uh, when you sort of shift through the things, when you pull up that piece of wooden lattice, you see that there's also a very clean cut through that screen that matches very much what you saw.
3: And what direction did the flying being leave.
1: It seemed to head back towards the city. The church is way up on the outer edge, so clearly when you saw it leave, it was heading back into the city.
3: Okay, I think I'm going to hold my third question, then. Okay. Uh, Can I commune with the moon again? Sure can. One of
2: my powers is I can speak with small creatures. I think I forgot to tell y'all, like, a whole page of my stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, whatever. So, I... Want to ask the moon to like get a message to my hawk friend that lives near my house, okay? And have my hawk, or well, it's not my hawk, it's just a hawk that I know, see if it can like find the creature or if it has seen the creature before.
1: All right, so you are basically going to try to convince the hawk to do this yeah. through your friend. So you're gonna make a convinced check again.
2: So that would be my my interpersonal skills. I'm super charming and a natural leader. Okay. Oh, ooh, 11.
1: Ooh, 11. Absolutely, yeah. So the way that works out is they change their agenda to do whatever you ask.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs>
1: so uh, you get a message back that the your request has been received and will be completed as you've requested. But it will take a little bit of time.
4: Yes. Okay. Did I hear... Anything come out of the cathedral as I was waiting by the door?
1: So, you're while you both are waiting. One, you don't hear anybody moving around much anymore. You heard the somebody run across the cathedral, and then you heard a door slam, and then you just sort of waiting, and nobody's come back yet.
4: Oh, I'm going, and I just stride. No, no stealth. I don't care.
1: All right, Um, yeah, I I thought you both. (laughs) Make your way in and you can see uh, Mia's been examining the charred remains of a confessional and Valeria is standing beneath a large stained glass window with the moon shining down doing that thing she always does (laughs) and next to all of them (laughs) on a big pedestal is a giant Bible.
4: I go straight to the Bible and I I flip to the back. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) <laughs> what there's no index on these thing these things <laughs> and i just stare at it well what do we do now where do you find things <laughs> you're good with words right and she looks at dan
0: uh yeah i mean i write for a living i guess i'm qualified to scan a bible <laughs> <laughs> So, we were looking for fire and angel, right? Yep.
4: Yeah. More or less.
0: I, um, so I do have the Triforce, and one of my power tags is godlike powers. I'm going to go with speed reading as, (laughs) as I'll get at least a plus one to this. Absolutely. Investigate. And
4: can I, can I help him by saying, you know what, Dan, you are marvelous at by using like (laughs) my huddle time, hype people up. Yep.
1: Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I will give. I'll just give you a plus one for helping out because that is that is what you naturally do,
4: right? Yeah, I can
1: totally do this.
4: Yeah, you you can read. You read that Bible. (laughs) 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 Read
1: like the wind.
2: Real reader.
0: I'm uh, so I'm also gonna include restaurant columnist because he he does read and write for his living. I think the godlike powers are gonna be the heavy. Yeah, the the heavy lifter. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But that is a total of plus three, right? Thirteen! Whoa! Damn. So can I, like, say what happens? Uh, Well, you know, you get three questions you can ask me, but we'll, we'll alter it a bit. I just want to have, like, visuals of what happens to the Bible.
1: Yeah, so all of you are drawn by the sound of whirring pages as you just see the Bible gets closed and then flipped open, and it's just this... (laughs)
0: <laughs> I've read the Bible. Read <laughs> the whole entire Bible. Uh,
1: and in about 30 seconds, Dan closes the last book, uh the last cover.
0: I like you know, some people say greatest story ever told and I'm just I'm just not convinced. It's uh, some real groaners in there. You know what I mean?
4: Uh, this is the first time I've been inside a church since I was a child.
0: <laughs> Lucky you. My first question is Was there any, like, is there a parable or, I guess, Revelations would be the place where flaming angel sword stuff is happening?
1: In your read, there is nothing in there. Like, you read the whole thing from cover to cover, and nothing matches. And as you're sort of, like, pondering it, you do notice that there is a panel, a hidden drawer on the front of, like, the cistern that this is on, that you didn't even notice before.
0: Hmm. Well, I read the whole Bible, but I think we should probably just push this button. (laughs)
1: All right, you do that, and it pops open, and there are a series of scrolls inside.
0: Hmm. I've really wasted my speed reading (laughs) roll. Can I go ahead and read these two? Yeah.
1: Well, scrolls aren't that long. No. Um, What you find are other books that, were left out of the Bible. One is the book of Daniel that you have, and another Mm -hmm. is the book of Enoch.
0: Oh. That's a word I've heard before. There's like deleted scenes in this Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Director's cut. (laughs) (laughs) So are there flaming angel references in these texts?
1: Yes. In the book of Enoch, you read about the archangel of vengeance, Regal.
0: Regal. Okay. I th- this seems compelling. This is probably what it is, huh, Regal?
2: Seems
4: likely. mm Hmm. Where did our our priest friend go? I I I just I find him suspect. Considering he has these hidden, and then well, the archangel of vengeance appears,
2: who slighted him. Hmm. I think he just went into his office.
1: Do we? Let's Should go we in there.
2: Go get in. Yeah, let's go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you can try to cross to that door, and the door is shut and locked.
2: I believe our friend has a way to get past locked doors.
0: All right, do, like, watch your, your feet, because these things, they they go everywhere. <laughs> All right, so you are going to actually need to face danger. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Face danger. What do I need to roll for this? Is this a teleportation roll or a, like... Yeah,
1: so you like are it? trying to attempt to teleport in, into, and to avoid harm. So whatever you think would be your most cautious way of teleporting in.
0: Well, I mean, I guess I count teleportation itself as a plus one, right? Yep. I mean, godlike power seems like a, just a wild card. Seems like you just get a plus one on that. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, having the Triforce is pretty cool. Uh, I don't know that I have anything else that's really that relevant here. So a plus two is what I'm. Mean.
1: Uh, and then actually, all of you sort of notice that you hadn't heard or seen this person before, but sitting way, way, way in the back is this sort of weird teenage kid. <laughs> and oh, no.
0: don't 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 even look at that, it, that it, makes you it very just... <laughs> uneasy.
1: So I'm going to give you a minus one. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: I oh, hope didn't see me. Jeez. Ugh. I got a seven. <laughs> okay.
1: So you do your teleport, and when you appear, you appear inside this office, and you can see the priest hovering, sort of huddling in the corner, mm-hmm. and you look behind you and you see that, that he's barricaded the door, and as you attempt to move, you realize that you are in some sort of binding circle, and you have the tag restrained.
0: Find us on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast, or check out our website at vre.show. Follow Lee playing Valeria and Artemis at Yosef Bridge. Follow Logan, that's me, playing Dan slash Gannon at Logan Jenkins. You can follow Greg, who's playing every NPC at White Wing. And super special thanks to our guests in this mini arc. You can follow Victoria, who's playing Maddie and Queen Guinevere at Mimi Merlot or Dice for Brains on Twitter. You can follow Tracy, playing Mia and Navi, at TracySaur. And both of our amazing guests can be found anywhere at the BroadSwords. Our email is hi at vre.show if you want to contact us. And we have a Patreon now. If you want to support us, check that out at patreon.com vre. Thank you so much to all of our patrons. You keep us going. If you can't support us on Patreon, that's cool. But uh, some free ways to help us out are to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or just tell a friend about the show because word of mouth is a great way for others to find us. We started a Discord recently, and you can find that on our pinned thread on Twitter. Link to that. All right, see you next week. You know, the thing about a mini season is that it's short and there's just not like we didn't we didn't like pause for banter or just do something weird you know but i, I do feel like you want an easter egg and you know i did that song last time and that was fun but you can't do that every time can you nope so sometimes you just have uh you this